everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience sure on is. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It's a snowy, snowy Wednesday. Yeah, snowy's going to get uh, the arts of cold. Is coming in again, my friends. No. Very slow. It was a slow commute in. All it takes is a little bit of snow when the temperatures are low, which they are this morning. Uh, I think I passed a total of maybe four spin outs or people off over a guardrail in a ditch. I saw one. Okay. Which is pretty good. That's pretty good, all yeah. things considered. Uh, but yeah, the weather is getting a little dicey. We're going to have snow, I guess, on and off throughout the morning. And then uh, this afternoon, this evening, the snow, there's a slighter chance that it could come back but boy look at the temperatures throughout the day by the time you wake up tomorrow we will be back in the world of sub-zero uh it'll be six below then we're going to go down to 16 below the next night 20 below the next night saturday's a random day because we get up to 31 the lows only eight but then we go 11 below 12 below eight below sunday monday tuesday what does this do for kids and the bus stop and all that i know my kids were like oh does this mean that maybe it's going to be too cold is there going to be a delay i don't think so they went out on monday i think was well i guess it wasn't 20 below it's always about how long does it take for you to stand outside for there to be frostbite sure that's how they they determine this and i i suppose there would be a chance that maybe on friday there's a possibility because uh, it's going to be 16 below Thursday into Friday, 20 below uh, Friday into Saturday. Stop I think it you. Is. Stop you. <laughs> Stop you, mouth. Stop you. Sounds bad. Stop it. I know. Oh, man. I'll tell you what it's good for is ice on backyard ponds. Oh, sure. And we went skating last night for the first time. Did you really? There's a little bit of snow cover uh, still. You know, they do a great job. These kids, like, are active in the neighborhood. I see them out there with shovels, and sometimes the dads will go down with snow blowers if there's a big snow to blow off the oh, ice. that's cool. Um, but, it was, you know, there was probably about a half an inch of snow, so it wasn't the smoothest skating. We had a hockey puck out there, too. It wasn't sure. exactly gliding because of the snow, but still, it was fun. We were out there. Neighbors put some lights up on the trees surrounding the mm, pond. That's really nice. Oh, how cute. Yeah. My um, neighbor, just a few doors down, Every year puts an ice rink in his backyard. Oh, cool. So it's, he's got lights strung around it. Love and that. all the neighborhood kids come and skate. It's really cool. I've seen a few of them actually just driving, you know, in the neighborhood. And I'm like, oh, there's another one. Look at those guys. It's cute. It is cute. But it's also like perplexing because there is an ice rink just a few blocks away at the park. Something about it. It's Not different when it's in, when you, when you just like last night uh, when Gray, Gray came into my room and said, "Are we going to go ice skating?" It's four fifteen, and then I was like, "You know what? I don't have to get in a car. We don't have to drive anywhere. It's just sure. Meet me in the garage in five minutes. Okay. Grab, we have a bucket with skates right there. That's fair. And then you just walk down. There's something about that. How how, how are you on skates? I'd like to witness that. I'm getting slightly better over time. You know. I went down one time yesterday. Okay, that's pretty good. Dawn, are you a skater? No. I can't ice skate. I can't rollerblade. I love roller skating. I went one time ice skating. So I One know. time in your whole life. Not even yes. as a kid, you didn't go. No, we don't do that. It's not down Missouri. The, the they don't south. even have ice down uh, there. No, I mean, we outdoor. do, but we don't, ha- we don't grow up with hockey. Right. right, and I love that about kids up here. This is so cool. Everybody plays hockey. Everybody plays hockey. Everyone knows how to ice skate. This just it's really neat. You know, when you move from out of state, and when we did eight years ago, we passed a pond, and I saw a hockey net out there and lights, and couldn't wrap my head around it. It seems so normal if you've grown up here, but when you move from out of state, 
it is perplexing the concept that you would go out on a frozen pond because yeah. all we feel like is that's an episode of Rescue 911. Right. right. Yeah. It has to be for me like it would I uh, was in an indoor ice rink. Right. Okay, got yeah. it. Yeah, so And then when you see cars out there and fish no. houses and all of that I, the first time I, I couldn't <laughs> wrap my head around no, it. No, 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 no. Well, how about the big event that took place a few days oh, ago? Oh, the over Winter the weekend? Classic. Yes, people were, John Hamm was in town. I know. You know, there were celebs here. That people the, love uh, it. It was 10 below. St. Louis Blues against our Minnesota Wild. The Blues came say, out on top. Target John Hamm, must, he's from St. Louis. He yeah. must have been here for, yeah. He was cheering for them. But he came and, yeah, it was six below. Windchill was 20 below, and you're just freezing out there. And Minnesota really should have won. I mean, St. Louis oh. won. It should have We should win that game, don't yeah, you think? Yeah, you should. Yeah. I have news about Betty White. Okay. Um, I passed a billboard today on the way in. It just said, thank you for being a friend. Aww. And it said Betty White and had her timeline. I thought, oh, that's just that's just a nice touch. She just huh. has touched so I many. Who's behind that? So many people. Um, yeah, I mean, have you ever heard anyone go? You know who I can't stand? Betty White. Betty White. <laughs> never. You never oh. hear that. Those people would be placed under citizens arrest if yeah. they you, said something like that. And do you think if she had an Instagram account that anyone's ever like trolled her and left like nasty remarks? I would imagine never. What truly, truly, she, Tom Hanks. Phil Dolly another, Parton. Some of the most, they would be on the Mount Rushmore of the most universally beloved yes. celebrities. Little angels on earth. Uh, well, the website Celebrity Net Worth, uh, just days after her passing, they're looking into her life a little bit more. And of course, they look at how much money did this person have. They are claiming that Betty White was worth, do you know how much she was worth when she passed? I do. Okay. She was worth $75 million. Oh. When she died, uh, it's not exactly clear what she was making for the Golden Girls when she was on the Golden Girls. But between when the show ended in 1992 and her death last week, she reportedly pocketed in reruns alone $87 million. That's in reruns. Good. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Golden that's the residuals. Oh, uh, yes. She also made uh, close to $10 million during her six-season run on the show Hot in Cleveland. That was a really cute show. Um. Also, they, they mentioned that, of course, she loved animals, huge animal mm-hmm. lover, supporter, protector, etc. She also loved hot dogs. Yeah, she liked to eat animals, too. Pink's hot dogs <laughs> in L.A. was one of her faves. She would have them naked. Uh, nothing, just a straight up hot dog in a bun. That was where I spoke with her. There was a Pink's hot dog. Oh, is this name dropping? I'm sorry, oh you guys not God, spoke with Betty White? You spoke to Betty White as she was eating a hot dog? She had just been a part of a Pink's hot dog grand opening in Universal City Walk, (laughs) as I recall, out in L.A., and she was very funny. You know, I got like one or two questions in with her. She was lovely. She gives you the funny sound that you need. Yeah, she's oh, and then so moves, quick. moves right along. Um, but Pink's will now sell the, sell the Betty White naked hot dog you can get. That's and cute. Proceeds I love it. of sales of it next week will go to the Los Angeles Zoo. And uh, Betty's hometown of Oak Park, Illinois, will celebrate Betty White Day on January 17th, which would have been her 100th birthday. Love it. Love, love, love. When we come back. And we will. And we will. We got a whole bunch of stuff coming your way. Uh, Right after the break, though, some things that make you go, huh? Can you figure this out? For all my Simpsons fans, there are 716 episodes of The Simpsons. Hmm. Matt Groening is the creator of the show. How many of those 716 episodes did Matt Groening not have anything to do with the writing of? Hmm. 
Simpsons trivia question. The answer when we return. Donna and Steve on my talk. So one of your New Year's resolutions is to exercise, right? Mm -hmm. So where do you start? How fit are you? Are French fries a vegetable? Right now, the Y is offering a new member fitness assessment. Yep, this means you meet with a certified personal trainer who measures your current fitness and well-being and then gives you a personalized plan to achieve your goals. Joined by January 12th, and enrollment is $0. Join now at ymcanorth.org. And we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is... Fun. Yes. Yes, Steve. Talk is fun. There's going to be a quiz, okay? Me fun. Talk is fun. We're everything entertainment. And we got some random fun facts to share with you, too, courtesy of Steve Patterson. Matt Greenig feels like it should be pronounced Gronig. I think it's Greenig. Green? I thought so. It's not grow. Looks like groaning, but I think Mag- it's graining. I think it's graining. Are you saying graining? I'm, I'm not arguing graining. with you. Graining. Is there an ing at the there end? There is an i. Did I not pronounce the n? I don't think you did the first. Matt time. graining. It's graining. Graining. <laughs> J.K. Rowling. Uh, woo! I don't know. Matt graining. Somebody call us. Let us know. Created the Simpsons. You know who They're- would know? Holly. Of course, Hollywood know. She's she was on Who Wants Donnie to Be a Millionaire. Love was a he was huge. He is a huge fan and still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, happy. <laughs> Donnie Love and Ryan Perpich are somewhere right now together, smoking a stogie, hmm. like Lady in the Tramp. That, nah, no, aren't they eating spaghetti? Work. Yeah. Hmm. Matt Groening <laughs> created The Simpsons. There have been seven hundred and sixteen episodes of The Simpsons. Dang. How many of those episodes? Has Matt Groening not written or co-written? Zero. So you think every he created it and said every single one I will yeah. be a part of? Yep. Don McLean. Oh boy. You always act like a big no at all. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Compliment accepted. Have a great summer. <laughs> <laughs> How about oh, I'll on. say 172. How about this? Matt Groening has not written 712 episodes. Oh, wow. He's only written one by himself, and he was a co-writer on the other three. Isn't that something? That's putting a lot of trust into the people you hire to write. I would say so. Exit stage. So he's mostly a a cartoonist. I wonder if he even illustrates the thing. Well, it says, I'm seeing him holding up a picture but maybe he's faking that, too. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's interesting. What's he look like, Matt Groening? How old is he? I think he's he, a young-looking guy, maybe um, 50. I'm looking at him right now. He looks like George Lucas. Yes, he does. 67. Oh, wow. Um, Interesting. And how many years? It's been on when the did it air debut? for 89, 32 years. So it came on, he was 35. Wow. And wow. even even before that, those sketches were part of the Tracy Ullman show. Sure. They had little shorts. Imagine, though, you say to Matt Green, Green, Greening, Uh-oh. the creator of The Simpsons, <laughs> at the age of 35, <laughs> what, what if I told you <laughs> in 32 years you will still be doing The Simpsons? I wonder if he'd be like, really? Because I really... Want to do other things? Yeah, I want to grow and change. And... 
explore my creativity. He's married to Augustina Picasso. Any relation? I don't know. To I, the Picasso. Wow. Maybe a granddaughter? Okay. I'm going to try to find that out and be of service to this show. Thanks, Don. Instead of just spouting off things that I think I know. I liked your dough. I thought that was good. <laughs> um, Americans are drinking less of this beverage now more than any other time in the past two decades, although we still drink more of this beverage than any other country in the world. Coffee. No. Beer. No. Water. No. Think breakfast beverage. Milk. Orange juice. Yes. Yes. Nailed it. We're drinking less orange juice now than any other time in the past 20 years. I don't. I tell you what. I rarely buy orange juice. What I would do right now for a tall glass of heavy pulp orange juice. I could probably go get you some. Heavy pulp. I doubt it. I don't know. That's a delicacy. It's almost like chewy. I like it. Mm. When I was a child, we all wanted no pulp. You know who does a great bit on pulp? Jerry Seinfeld. Gary Gullman, comedian who joined us a couple of weeks ago on the show. Very funny guy. Very sweet. Sweet guy. Uh, Oh, gosh. The pulp. (laughs) When you lose weight, you breathe out the fat as carbon dioxide. I've read that. You don't. You would think that you would eliminate it. No, it just comes out of your mouth. You just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Just breathe it out. In the past, soccer balls were brown. Then they got bleached white. The black pentagons were introduced for televisions in uh, the 1970 World Cup to show viewers the position and rotation of the ball, particularly on black and white TVs. Could you imagine following a brown ball at a distance Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this, all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor, as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Black and white TV, I guess that would be Oh, that'd be tough. tough. Sure. Shouldn't they make footballs white oh. with brown laces? What are we doing? That's true. You know what they tried to do? Yeah, maybe. Uh, right? Unless it yeah. snows. Oh, yeah. snows. <laughs> use, use the brown ball. Maybe that's when they sub it in. They say, just use this. What about, um, do you remember when they did the hockey puck? They tried to follow it with like an animated laser for a while on Fox. Yes, I do. Then that went away. 
the late John Madden, who just passed away about a week ago, yeah, famed yeah. broadcaster, Hall of Fame coach, and the guy behind the Madden video game franchise, he was the first guy to do telestration on during a game, you know, where they start circling with yes, the yellow yes, pen. Yes. Watch this guy. He's going to go here, and boom, you got him here. But one day, he was preparing that, and he changed the way that we now view football for the better. He was preparing that the day before, showing a production crew. Here's what I want to show on this play, so stop it here. And then he quickly drew in a yellow line on where the first down would be. And then he turned to him and said, why can't we just have that up the whole time? Can't we just draw in the line where the first down is? Wouldn't that be useful for people? And sure enough, they said, uh, maybe we could do that. And that's why we have a first down marker on football screens when we watch games now. Smart. Isn't that great? Yeah. Really changed the way you do it. Thank you, John Madden. R.I.P. R.I.P. He also wasn't ill. He and Betty White both suddenly died. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Neither of them were ill. Is it just like, you know, a car? One day it just conks out. You can keep fixing and repairing, but at some point... Yeah, without any sort of catastrophic event, it just no longer starts. Oh, gosh. Just because it has a lot of miles. Wow. I just compared the human life to a vehicle. To like an old beater car at that. (laughs) Sorry. What if we took a break? How about we do that? That's a great idea, Steve. (laughs) Uh, We'll tell you uh, what's going to be happening this year with the Golden Globe Awards. I also watched a limited series, started it over break and finished it. uh, And I loved it. I'll tell you about it coming right up. Good morning. Welcome we back. We're having a full conversation off the air. <laughs> Sorry like, about know, that. Maybe we should turn the mic on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're back. Hey, it's Donna and Steve. Appreciate you guys listening. Producer Don McLean hanging with us for the first hour as well. Appreciate that. Donna's trying to set me up with a whole emergency kit oh. for the way into work. She already bought me pee bottles. Which he doesn't use. Um... Bought you pee bottles these for were, Christmas last year. Yeah, these oh. are bottles for me to urinate in because I had to urinate into a bottle once on the way into work. It was like a two and a half hour commute. So I bought him a hospital grade mm-hmm. bottle like that you just pan. take the cut the cap off. Mm-hmm. You, you know, there it is, and it's, it's like a wide. It's a nice wide mouth, so that you yes. don't have to aim while driving into and steering. your Mountain Dew bottle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you need more of like a Snapple bottle or like <laughs> wow, a. Uh, thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I don't a know, big slam. What do you know, mean? <laughs> In general, you want to have like, you know. Yeah, if you can't have like a two, like an Aquafina bottle top. No. Yeah, take a professional. I couldn't do that. You need a Gatorade in this bottle. Room. Yes. Now, this bedpan situation. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? It's Steve for Gatorade. Not only do they fill me up, but when it's time for me to drain. But they did a, it had a wide mouth on it so that I could pee in it. Oh, that's fantastic. What a, I gave him two. Very two sentimental gift. I left one behind I'm not at the a Twin sentimental Cities gift giver. Office. I am a practical gift giver most of the time. So then yesterday on the way into work, while doing my shrimp and juice cleanse, Ew. I sent her a note and just say, I'm in a bit of distress. It was very professional. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm in a bit of distress right now. And so when you I come in... You can spare the details. Well, yeah, when I come into the building, I will need to make a stop before I come and see you. And now she's saying, I need to get you just like extra sweatpants to have in just the car. Just to keep in the car. So now I have like, you should I, have a little gym bag just with some extra things. If I soil myself. Yes. <laughs> because like... it seems to be a problem. <laughs> it is. What are you doing? Changing you... on the side of the road? And though? Why are you Crawling acting like the... it's weird for me to suggest that when you keep having these issues? There was a point yesterday on the drive into work that I'm wearing these gray jeans that I've worn for quite some time now. 
Okay, which they is used another to be blue. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, oh my gosh, if this happens, I I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll have to call into the show and drive back home because I can't come in to work. If they're soiled, I can't do <laughs> Thank that. Thank you for that. And just, so it was just, just such a scary keep situation. Keep a gym bag in your car. And this was after this summer's the closest call I've ever had in my life with your daughter. With right? my daughter dropping her off at gymnastics, thinking I need to burn rubber getting home. She goes to open the gymnastics door, the the dance uh, hall door closed. It's locked. I said, "What do you mean it's locked? I gotta go." She said, "No, it's locked." I said, "You gotta get in that." Then get in the van. We have to go. Suddenly, frantic, no longer to play at coy. It was the closest I've ever been to the point where you're like, "Here, Addie, take the wheel." <laughs> Guys, with my 11 year old daughter in the back seat, I no lie, rolled down all four windows, turned up the music, and in a terrified, not trying to be funny way, said to her, "Dad is about to bleep his pants." <laughs> Thanks for that memory, Dad. Wow. Did she laugh? You know what? She'll be telling that story at her wedding. Really concerned. Butterfly kisses. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I was horrified. Well, thanks for sharing. I I guess we didn't really need to talk about that. Listen again on Friday. <laughs> when Steve has his next bathroom emergency, yeah. I do have problems no, a lot more than other people. That's when it's going to be slowed down. Oh, no. Rocco. Rocco, <sighs> have some decency. Anyway, uh, Golden Globes, back on brand, okay? <laughs> um, they are set for Sunday, and they're going to highlight um, the philanthropic efforts of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Oh, yeah, trying to do some PR for mm-hmm. them. Um, and then they're going to have winners announced intermittently throughout a 90-minute gathering at the Beverly Hilton. But there will be no red carpet. There will be no celebrities. There will be no members of the HFPA. They're not putting this thing on TV, are they? No. Thank you. No. It does remain unclear if or how many people in the room will be able to watch the ceremony if they desire to go. I think there is the possibility of a live stream, but that has not been confirmed. Oh, boy. So. If you have less than nothing to do on Sunday. Oh, this is heartbreaking. I love the Golden Globes. My favorite. great show. I love it because it includes TV. They have a musical comedy category. They've got those big magnums of Moet Chandon on every table there. (laughs) So everybody's like loose. It's not uptight like the Oscars. Right. Right. People are eating. Our next best award show after that is the SAG Awards because they have yes. the same thing, roundtable format, yes. and people are just having dinner and enjoying themselves. Um, but yeah, this is a this is a bummer. So I guess there are like legal hurdles to broadcasting without the participation of NBC, which owns the broadcasting rights, and NBC is not participating, partly because of the fallout of. That expose in the Los Angeles Times about their conduct and demographic makeup. So they're trying to distance themselves from there. So nobody else has the rights to broadcast the uh, awards, the ceremony. Sure. So I don't know how we're going to. I don't even know who's nominated at this point. I feel like we did have that information at one point, but 
I mean, well, it's going to be very uneventful. It's a bummer, too, because this is the time, the week leading up to, when Ricky Gervais, let's say, or Tina Fey and... Uh, and um, help yeah, 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 yeah. Tina and... Oh, my gosh. And Blonde. God, how? She's amazing. <laughs> Amy Poehler. Would be doing press, <laughs> getting all excited about it. And so, you know, this this is... This is a bummer. It's a, a bummer. It's a big bummer. But I'm very excited to see who wins, for sure, because there's a lot of good content out uh, there. Um, yeah, like Belfast. Okay, how about these for your best picture uh, okay. Golden Globe nominees? Belfast, Coda, Dune, King Richard, Power of the Dog. Did and I then know? that's drama. And then musical comedy is how they split up their film categories there. Cyrano, Don't Look Up. Licorice Pizza, Tick, Tick, Boom, and West Side Story. Interesting. Poor West Side Story. What happened there? I don't know. I think people just were not in the mood for a musical. Really? I don't know. It feels like we would be. Because it's gotten great reviews. Yeah, don't you would we think we would be. want a little singing and dancing at the end of this year? Yes. I don't yes. know. Yeah, it's a bummer. Um, Something I was just going to tell you when you said the uh, movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have thoughts coming up oh, about Don't Look Up. And did you see, oh, yeah. Did you see King Richard? Two-thirds of it. And what was your impression? Because my yeah. family, I realized that we have very different taste in movies because they were like, ugh. And I'm like, what? I loved that movie. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought Will Smith was great. Yeah. My family members were kind of like Will Smith. Oh my God. And I'm like, I totally forgot it was Will Smith. And they were like, no, complete opposite. Well, he is nominated. He's for great. Best actor in a motion picture drama for the Golden Globes that uh, won't be televised. How about this? Boy, you got some real heavy hitters here. Let me read you this category. It will be for best actor Mahershala Ali versus Javier Bardem mm. versus Benedict Cumberbatch, then Will Smith. And Denzel Washington. Oh, wow. There's some uh, Hollywood acting royalty right there. Best actress in a motion picture drama. Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Olivia Coleman in Lost Daughter. Nicole Kidman being The Ricardos. Lady Gaga for House of Gucci. And Kristen Stewart for Spencer. That'll be a, oh, those are two okay. fun categories. Those I have are, not seen Spencer. I, I wanted to see Spencer. Being The Ricardos. That, I saw that. And? I liked it. I liked it. Did it feel really nice in old time Hollywood? That's what it felt like. It had the golden era of Hollywood on screen. It, it, it uh, yes. You're hesitating. I I liked it. Didn't love it. It it was very much just about a week in the life of Desi and Lucy a and week? one week. But then you forget because there's flashbacks, but they don't really indicate like, hey, we're about to flash back here, and then you forget you're in the same week. You know, oh, and sure. it, it was very, it was a little confusing for me in that way, but okay. I, I liked it. Uh, now, this might interest you, Nicole too. Kidman, amazing. Uh, we're talking about Golden Globe nominees. It's happening this Sunday, not going to be televised or anything, uh, but the award still will be handed out. Best Actress, Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy, because they split it up two categories. How about these names? Uh, Marion Cotillard for Annette. Alana Haim for Licorice Pizza. She was fabulous. Jennifer Lawrence, Don't Look Up. Emma Stone, Cruella. And Rachel Zegler for West Side Story. On the flippy flop, best actor motion picture musical comedy, you've got one of my buds, Leonardo DiCaprio for Don't Look Up, Peter Dinklage for Cyrano, Andrew Garfield in Tick, Tick, Boom, Cooper Hoffman for Licorice Pizza, oh, wow. and Anthony Ramos for In the Heights. 
Boy, that was another oh, musical that tanked God. at the Never box office. Never saw that either. Oh my God, it's so good. Did you see that one? Uh, in the Heights, yeah. Okay. And yeah. it didn't and do well the at the stage, box office. I mean, it's just amazing. It's Lynn manuel Miranda okay. yes, before Hamilton. Before Hamilton. Got yeah. it. Okay. I saw that on Broadway in the Heights randomly. You're just trying to get last minute sure. tickets. Which isn't as... It's not as hard. Uh, yes and no. Well, if you have a particular show in mind, it's a, it's harder. But if you're just like, let's just go see something. Well, mm. I think I did it in the past. So maybe it was whatever that was. Maybe seven years ago in New York, got an evening free. And then I just mm-hmm. walk along Broadway, going up and down streets, trying to go to box offices. You have any tickets left? Any tickets left? Now they have the right in the center of Times Square... Where you know where the bleachers are, where mm-hmm. you're looking at the ball dropping. Now they have a ticket center there, and I think that's the only place that yeah. you go there. Yeah, right. And then yeah. you just, and you just like, stand there. You just for? stand there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's been around since like the '70s. Oh, I really? Think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe the box office option is still an option. Just going right up to a box office and saying, "Hey, what can I?" Because I, I got some really good. Doing that, I got mm. two discounted tickets. Wow. Doing that, which because really at a cool. certain point in the day, the the price drops dramatically. Yes, mm-hmm. so and that's I why was there like there. thirty minutes <laughs> before showtime. Yeah. That's why I would stand there because I was, you know, I've always been like, I need to have this to be forty dollars instead right of- instead of four hundred. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, guys, oh, I started watching a show on Netflix. I don't have time to tell you about it, Aww. but it's very good. It's called Made, and there's nobody of note. In it, other than Andy McDowell, and I believe the main character is played by her daughter, who is fantastic. It's a limited series. If you see it pop up on your Netflix, watch it. It's really good. Steve, not you. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So Margaret Qualley, who was also in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, she played like she was hanging out with Brad Pitt a lot. Is that who we're talking about? Um, She also dated Pete Davidson. Don't they all? Mm. Margaret Qualley. Um, yeah, she's so good, oh, you guys. Good. She's such a good, like her performance is so understated. Like she, she just seems like a really real person. And she's basically a woman who's uh, a young mom who is trying to get out of a bad situation with a boyfriend. Oh. And then she becomes a maid and it's about her adventures and her journey. So if you see it. I highly recommend it. Thank you. When we come back, uh, speaking of seeing, if you see something, say something. Donna is watching Sex in the City, the reboot situation, and she has got feelings. We'll mm-hmm. let her voice her opinion when we come back. Also, uh, we have got our dream weaver, Don McLean, here. I had a dream about Will Smith, more specifically about his producing partner. Okay. And it took place in a bizarre place a bizarre setting oh hopefully don can make sense of my weird will smith dream when we come back it's don and steve on my talk hey good morning welcome back donna and steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment if you see something you should say something that's what we're about to do hey if you see something say something yeah oh that is catchy huh time for if you see something say something with donna and steve if you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Am 
I the only person watching Sex in the City? On this show, I think you are. I am, but I haven't watched over the holidays. I'm behind. Okay. One, I, I think. I think I might be behind by one because I did catch up okay. over the holidays, but I bet another one came out. I don't even know what day they come out. I have no idea. I don't either. I just kind of... I kind of forgot about it. Is that bad? No, because the show is not good. Okay. <laughs> the acting isn't good, first of all. Second of all... Um, they're trying to do too many things. They're trying to cover race issues, um, gender identity issues. They're trying to, um, oh gosh, what, um, um, coming out issues. There's just like, they're just trying to do so many things at once. They're trying to the, tackle age issues. Is it's it like just, every episode a different sometimes there issue are, of, no, of weight? Sometimes there's three going on at once oh. where you're like, okay, what? And if it should reflect how women of that age are feeling, you know, you want to see when you watch TV yourself and the character. Yeah. yeah. It's like, we're not this... Um, we're not that. We care about it. Right. But it's not what Our you're chatting about. Every moment isn't about an issue that I'm uncomfortable with. Yes. I'm right. not uncomfortable with this stuff. Right. And they're, they're just, it's just too much. You can't focus on any one thing because they're just throwing so much at you at the same time. Maybe it's just me. I'm just like, okay, already. So now, uh, I don't want to give anything away, so I won't say anything. But there's there's issues like their parents, you know, and their kids are at an age where they're uh, trying to discover <clears throat> who they are mm-hmm. and how they identify gender wise. There's some of that going on. Then there's a friend that's being introduced into the friend group who is a black woman, a very successful black woman. And then it's like, oh, no, there's not going to be any other black people at my party. And it's like. Uh, okay, I mean, they're trying to present it somewhat in a comedic way, mm-hmm. but it's just too much. That's that's all. I saw that. I'm saying something. <laughs> just want to have peace. Take I'm going to continue to watch it. I just don't think the show is any good. Yeah, wow. and I'm watching it. What What's wrong with me? I didn't even finish the series. Why oh. am I watching this? I didn't finish the series either. Why am what's I wrong with us? Oh, Jason and Alexis I never are saw a movie. It, so. I think I, I never saw I one movie. I think no, I, I watched the last episode because the girls who lived above us in college, yeah. we had HBO. Okay, and so they would come down on Sunday nights, as I recall, to watch Sex in the City. They were with using us. you. Yeah, well, totally. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. And then we would just sort of sit there, and then four guys we'd sit and kind of watch with them, like, "Oh, what's happening? Who's oh, he? Oh, sex. that's Mr. Big, right?" I like the didn't wasn't there Mr. Big, uh, and then there was long haired guy. Yeah, John Corbett. I like long haired guy. That was uh, Aiden, I think his name was. I like on Aiden. the show. I like him. Yeah. I'm Team Aiden. I've met him. He's kind of uh, you've met strange. Oh, yeah, I've met him. Okay. Wow. Yeah, in the studio, actually. And his pants were the tightest pants I've ever seen on a Donna. human man person. <laughs> oh Have you seen my legs today? Because these are jeggings <laughs> that mean, I'm wearing. Your, <laughs> your gray pants that are supposed to be blue? They, they started oh, blue. Okay. They've slowly distressed through both chemical and physical weathering. <laughs> oh, you've been wearing them all week. You know, I got to interview the uh, the, the cast of Sex in the City for the, the Sex in the City 2, I think it was. I don't yeah, know. Okay. I don't know what which movie it was, okay. but they were all lovely. And remember, now's the time for me to name drop my Sarah Jessica Parker story, which is... I do love her. There was another time. Uh, okay, so I had, a, I had a very real dream with Sarah Jessica Parker, who was okay. in Flight of the Navigator, 
she that's a throwback Disney movie from the 80s. Okay. Where a kid gets lost, time travel, spaceship involved, the whole thing. I had a dream that I was there with Sarah Jessica Parker and I had a crush on her and I was like, oh my gosh, oh, she's cute. amazing. And then fast forward to many years later. Fast forward to many years later. I'm in Las Vegas for this convention and they just bring, you're just in like a blocked off little room yep. and then they bring you stars. So instead of you going to the stars, they, they come, come to, to you. you. That's, it's really good. That's the way I like it. Yes. Too. Amen. <laughs> So it that's just feels different. That's the only way me. I've ever done it, though, is they, they, their handler brings them to you. Well, most yeah. junkets, movie junkets, the stars are waiting in a hotel room. Sure. E.T. goes in, extra goes in, you go in, somebody else goes in. Sure. Power shift, though. When they come to you, everybody's more comfortable, I feel. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. She comes in. She's there. Cynthia Nixon is there. And a woman who plays the dark-haired Kristen, girl. Uh, yes, Davis. Yeah, yes, Kristen Davis. Three of them come in. Sarah Jessica Parker gets close to Stevie Boy. And then immediately says the words that I long to hear. You from, smell good. You're not kidding. Are you kidding? She then leaned in. Shut up. Sniffed and my neck. Sniffed my neck. And told me that I smell good. And then she tells her, her friends, smell him. He smells good. And then I started talking and I was like, I think you smell good. It was a very and flirtatious like, thing. I can't. I can't. Anyway. Um, anyway, you, you've got about 90 seconds to get your dream interpreted. All right, from the Sarah Jessica Parker dream as a child. Burger, 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 burger. Okay, so not this dream. This is a different dream. Different dream. Okay. I just finished the Will Smith audiobook a couple weeks ago. I had a dream that Will Smith was in, but more specifically, his producing partner, James Lasseter, who is referenced in the book Mm -hmm. and also co executive produces Cobra Kai with Will Smith. And we had a conversation. I I was like, oh, JL, I know you from reading the book. Say what's up to him. We're having a conversation in the bottom of a drained pool. <gasps> okay. Weird. That's okay. all I know. Okay. All right. It was weird. I had a pool dream last night. Don't get in on my dream all interpretation right. time. Sorry. Okay. So, how do you feel about James Laster? What are his qualities? He's really, he's down to business, keeps Will Smith on track, says mm-hmm. we need to look into this project, don't look into that project. Okay. This is, uh, you're dreaming about an imagined part of yourself because it's a celebrity. Okay. So those three qualities, this is your conscious life where you feel like I can be this guy. This is a part of Steve that I can be like James. Okay. Saying yes to things. things. You're you're talking to yourself, but it's in the bottom of a pool. Uh, Water is conscious life experiences. You don't feel like you have enough experience right now that you could navigate through waters because the pool is dry. Mm. So you're just waiting for your opportunity for the pool to be filled where you can be James. Fill it up. Yes, I like this. This is good. I have things that I'm thinking about right now that I'm like, I don't know if I know how to handle this. See you tomorrow. This is great. Donna, thanks, Don. Don, you stay. Donna, you go. You stay. Oh, fine. (laughs) I can't. I have to talk about something. Uh, Thank you, Don. Bye. Uh, Rocco's coming in next. Don't have a dirt alert. Music news. Oh, yes, quick. Jason Derulo in some trouble? Oh, yep.